0: ¡Nintendo!
1: IGN's offices in San Francisco, welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of December 5th, 2014. I am your host, Jose Otero, and you are listening to IGN's Nintendo Podcast. Joining me this week, our regular Brian Altano. <laughs> <laughs> you it.
0: you
2: blew kiss! A kiss. Blew a kiss that really comes out in, in theater of the mind. <laughs> hey, if you can't hear it, then watch the video. Okay. Uh, if Catch they can my find kiss. It, um, <laughs> Martin Sliva. This. Hey,
1: thanks for having me back. All right. And special guest, Callie Plaggy. Woo! All right. What's up? Hi. So, Callie, how do how will people know? Um, sort of tell folks what you do.
3: I am a freelance reviewer, so I I just did Pokemon uh, Alpha Sapphire, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and I did The Sims Four. I did Tales of Symphonia. Um, I've done some anime things that nobody cares about. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. what I do. And what
2: What are
1: your genres of expertise?
3: Probably RPG, simulation, and like adventure. Stuff. Excellent.
2: Yeah. What were the anime things no one cares about? Was it a, Shippood- a Naruto Shippuden game?
3: <laughs> Naruto? Yeah, yeah, no. I did I did two One Piece games okay. and two. Did you hi- want to? Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay,
2: okay. Just sure. <laughs> There's a paycheck at the end of the tunnel.
3: <laughs> it's it wasn't terrible. And then sure. I did uh Hyper Dimension Neptunia, which is like anime boobs the game so okay. yeah Interesting.
4: far better title yeah
3: it <laughs> yeah. gives awesome. you a,
1: More <laughs> accurate a better title.
3: idea of what the game's about so. All right, cool yeah. Well,
1: thank you so much for joining us and mm-hmm. i guess i will lead off discussion right there let's start with talking about pokemon uh, so pokemon omega ruby and alpha sapphire are pretty much available in the major territories right europe just got it a week yeah. ago uh, japan and the u.s got it at the same time mm-hmm. and uh you know kelly and i are playing it I know you two haven't or have experience with Pokemon, so I still think this can be an awesome discussion sort of going around. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, let's just start with, you know, what we like about the game so far. How about we begin there?
3: Oh, okay. Well, before we started this, we were talking about DexNav, which is like super cool. Yes, it is the coolest thing. It's um, basically the feature is like you. You get to see which Pokemon is in the grass before you catch it, but it doesn't happen all the time. It's hard to explain. But like yeah. you you'll be walking in the grass and you'll see like a tail or like some ears and it'll be like, Oh, this Pokemon's level nineteen and it has this ability and then you get to catch it and sometimes they have rare abilities or rare moves. And I just found that really exciting.
1: Yeah, no, it, it is because the random battle nature of Pokemon make it a grind, right? Yeah. Like The minute you yeah. start the adventure, yeah. you're like, man, I gotta water through that grass. I'm gonna get in a fight. I don't want to get in a fight, but I yeah. need to get in a fight because I have to level up these Pokemon to take a gym yeah. Winner, right? and it's
2: always Yeah, and it's always such a weird uh, it changes throughout the game. Because at the beginning of the game, it's just like everything you run into, you're just like, I don't have that one. Like I don't have a Metapod. I don't have a Pidgeotto. <laughs> you can see when I played Pokemon. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear when I yeah. play Pokemon. Uh, but then, yeah, by the end of the game, if you're grinding through specific areas like, nope, I have that one. Nope, I have that one. Nope, I have that one. Uh, so the idea of knowing what is ahead of you or knowing what you're about to get into is really interesting for well, me.
1: Well, and especially when uh, you're trying to sort of breed for the competitive
3: purpose. Yeah, it's game. it's really good for competitive play because yeah. you can see like egg moves, which you could pass down to Pokemon you're breeding, or like you can see abilities, which is really important for competitive play. I'm
1: mm. Watching Brian very closely as we talk about this because <laughs> his eyes are
4: glazing over a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm like. Egg moves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're <in> breeding. <laughs>
4: Pokemon's has got weird. Out. What is thing. an egg move?
1: <laughs> yeah, so basically on the competitive level, uh, a lot of it boils down to sort of breeding and sort of through, before it was through a lot more luck than it was in X and Y, and especially in the current form. But you basically had to breed Pokemon to build one that had enough really great stats in certain areas you wanted, and then you develop that um, with the idea of then fleshing out a move set. So this is, you know, a very tanky style of, like, Pokemon. Like, one that can take a lot of hits, but it's going to last and survive if you play a certain mm-hmm. style. Like, that kind of
2: thing. It's I like getting a golden the chocobo yeah. in Final Fantasy yeah. VII. Yeah. Sure. But imagine,
1: <laughs> but imagine, like, using it to then fight, right? Sure. And having yeah. a better golden chocobo than someone else because you went about it a certain gotcha, way. Gotcha, gotcha. That's yeah, sort yeah. of how the competitive level Pokemon That's cool.
3: So, so the whole thing about DexNab that's really cool is it makes it a little more accessible for people who might be intimidated by that because you have access to a greater range of moves Um, like for example at the very beginning of the game you get a Puchiana, which is like one of the most basic Pokemon you get at the beginning of this game and it has like a special move um, that you can't normally get and it's really helpful I picked Mudkip, and I got a Puchana with Fire Fang, and that's really important because it's a fire-type move, and there's, like, no fire-type Pokemon in this game.
4: Oh, snap. So <laughs> We're helping him because
1: Brian played Pokemon X and Y for what? Like an hour? Why are you going to bring this hours? up? hours? I, I need to bring it up for context. All my, all
4: my Pokemon died.
1: A lot of people <laughs> liked your, your, your segment of trying to learn to play the Pokemon mm-hmm. games and ultimately failing really badly at it. Did, um,
4: you, did you not play it in the 90s? No. Like, did you not play Pokemon, like, Red or Blue? No, I am it. Oh, wow. I don't know. I was. It was weird because it was like the one Nintendo franchise that never really like it was grabbed a phenomenon. me. Phenomenon. You but, couldn't
1: turn on the television without running into something about Pokemon in the late right. Night.
4: Jose, there's a lot of things that are happen on TV and happen all over, but that doesn't mean like you
2: yeah. don't listen to One Direction. It's a phenomenon.
4: <laughs> you were in front row with that Britney Spears concert. She's got the number one selling album. That doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't know. I'd like I, 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 I respect. I respect Pokemon. I appreciate it. I know what it, I, I see what it's trying to do, and I respect that. Okay. But uh, it's not necessarily for me. I'd rather play Zelda
3: because Zelda
4: That's makes fair. sense. You're also you're not like a JRPG guy, not really. Yeah, but all this sounds wonderful. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, no,
1: well, Dexnav I think is something that that series ultimately really needed because random battle was getting really tiring, especially from the uh, from the idea of again. Um, you know, th- what's really great about this this franchise as a whole is, you know, its scale, right? Like, there's the competitive scene and people who are really into that stuff, and DexNav appeals to them. Sure. But at the same time, you know, the series is also for a wide audience, right? Mm-hmm. People who just play them to finish the campaign and beat the gym leaders and then put it down. Like, you know, so I feel like DexNav is kind of this cool in-between for both sides of that coin a little bit. And at least it makes me want to play and stop and capture them because DexNav... At least from what I can tell, it levels. And the higher levels that thing gets, the better Pokemon you catch.
3: Yeah, like, the more you encounter a certain Pokemon, the better its, like, detection skills are. So, like, like, I, for example, you get a lot of Zigzagoons, which is whatever, but, like, once so tired I've seen, I know, I, yeah, I'm sure you are, um, I've seen so many Zigzagoon's, and it's, like, level 50 on my Dex now, so I get, like, all the details about Zigzagoon sure. that I don't really need, but, like, it applies to other Pokemon, too, It's, so. like,
4: it's, like, too much information, yeah, to Zigzagoon. Yeah, like, wow,
3: Zigzagoon. I've heard
4: enough
2: of your flight. It it's, like, your darkest, yeah. it's Zigzagoon's darkest secrets, like, it once ran, <laughs> ran over a guy, yeah. not, <laughs> and I was I was it didn't stop, it just got going. murdered somebody. <laughs> oh, man, Zigzagoon. <laughs> How That's could so you?
0: great. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. Um, okay,
2: so, so any other things to pray? Sorry, before. Uh, oh, I just have like a, a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a remake of, of Ruby and Sapphire, That's which right. were from like early 2000s, right? Yeah. 2003, uh, years, I
3: believe. Okay. Roughly? Yeah. yeah. Over ten so years. does this, over ten
2: like, what does that mean? Like, did, does it have all of the Pokemon from like black and white and X and Y, like Pokemon that came afterwards? Or does it maintain the same? Corral of Pokemon from 2003 with That's updated graphics. Interesting question. I'll let
1: you start and then I'll join in.
3: Yeah, so when you start out, it's all the same Pokemon as Hoenn. Okay. It's like, uh, which is the, for people who don't know, is the region um, of Ruby and Sapphire. And then once you beat the game, you unlock the National Pokedex. Which they, they've been doing that for a while they now. They have
1: been doing that for um, a while, but this is the first game where Pokemon Bank exists right at sure. the start of the game. Yeah. okay. And so you can import stuff that you caught in X and Y and in Black and White, Black and White 2, whatever. But uh, your Pokedex, and this is a silly thing that they seem to cling to, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, they do it, won't recognize, you know, won't identify them and won't give you information on them until you beat the game and get the national dex.
3: Yeah, so you can use them, but okay. it doesn't register. I don't know. I'm not sure why they do that. I think they just want to distinguish between did you catch all the Pokemon in this region versus all the sure. Pokemon ever. Sure. But,
1: but PokéBank, this thing exists, right? And it's a way to transfer them and make it sort of, it, it sort of, in a lot of ways, makes it a lot easier than it's ever been to transfer your, your Pokemon from game to game. It's always been, you can do it, but then you have to catch it again or you have to like do some, you have to jump through hoops yeah. basically yeah. to yeah. use stuff that you've caught and level to like 100. Yeah. You know, which, right. Like five times ridiculous. over. Yeah. Yeah. And game over game over game, that, that started to get a, a, a little boring. Now, that said, you have to pay for Pokemon Bank, though. It's like five bucks a year, which is not right. a lot. Wait,
2: it's real real, yeah. bucks or Poke real bucks or Pokebucks? Okay. Real
1: bucks. <laughs> not Pokebucks.
3: Pokebucks okay. would be like $5,000.
1: Yeah, <laughs> five million. Yeah.
3: Five
2: Do you million. remember when Obama yeah. bailed out the Pokebank? Yeah, I did.
3: <laughs> yeah, that,
2: was, <laughs> that was a dark day in time. <laughs>
4: We're in a, a Poke recession right
2: now. <laughs>
3: They have universal health care. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but uh, but but yeah. So those are sort of the structure, and that's the way they've kind of tackled remakes in the past. They did mm-hmm. it with uh, with hard Gold and Soul Silver. Sorry, I know. you. I, I thought
4: the the health care joke was really good. Yeah, yeah. Was you. Really Thank good. yeah. I wanted to give so you know, that its due <laughs> laughter. Thank you.
1: Yeah, they were laughing at home. You know, <laughs> yeah. you don't have an audience,
4: I'm allowed to have laugh. some of this for myself. Okay, yeah, <laughs>
0: in your head. <laughs> in your head. No
4: enthusiasm.
1: Yeah. No I'm yeah. enthusiasm. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Fun I'm police over here. Yeah, sometimes. Um, but yeah, but that's it. Is there anything else left to praise before we start talking about some of the negatives of this game? Because um, I feel like we've we've kind of gone on at yeah, least. Yeah,
3: gone on about Dex Nav. That's, okay. not the old, that's like the one big addition they yeah. they put in. I still love Wonder Trade. I don't know why I love Wonder Trade so much. Okay. That kind of goes along with the national Pokedex versus the regional because mm-hmm. if you get a Pokemon on Wonder Trade, you can use it right away, which is cool.
1: Yeah. Um, and you guys know what Wonder Trading is? Do we, should we tell you? It's no,
2: like, I
4: assume it's it's like, it's, it sounds like, like a like dollar store. Like... I was gonna say, it, sounds like, it sounds like a vegan market. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I love that this discussion came together now. Yeah, I,
3: um, it's it's like gambling for Pokemon fans. <laughs> like you put, like you send a Pokemon out into the void, uh-huh. and then you get one back, and it could be that anything. someone
2: else sent out into the void. And they started
1: oh. this in X and Y. Is Why po- would
2: anyone it? send out a good one though?
3: No, I get so much good do. stuff because people, yeah. people, like we were talking about, people breed for competitive play. So when they get one that's not exactly what they wanted, oh. they send it out. You know
4: how when people gamble with their wives, with their wife's wedding ring or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. you hit and pokey some, rock bottom, yeah. and you we just get, gotta roll them out okay.
3: there. You, you get the I'm sending the house
4: into the void. The mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get a Maserati back. <laughs> Gambling's a serious addiction in, in, yeah, in yeah. this yeah. world. So you get know, help. look up the information if you need it.
2: There you go. Consult a poker therapist. Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but it is a it is a fun concept in that you don't know what you're getting. It's sort of a, a, the element of surprise, right? You can send something that's garbage out, which please don't do that, by the yeah, way. You no, shouldn't flood Wonder
3: Trade. Do not flood Wonder with Zig You've a lot of hatred
0: yeah, for this. Yeah. I hate <laughs> Zig <laughs> Do you get a
2: username? Oh, so like someone, someone would else. know if they got my Pokemon? Exactly. Yeah. Wow. yeah. We did a, a silly experiment last year as a video for
1: Pokemon X and Y where we called one IGN's Doof. And we sent it out to the wild. What was the word you just where said? The
2: doof sent- <laughs> is a
1: type like Bid- of Pokemon.
2: Badoof. Doof.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a word. That's a, that's a Pokemon. Is what
4: is it- What do you think a Bidoof looks like? I, it looks like toilet paper they sell at the vegan store. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: But uh, we, we named it that, and we said, hey, if you, if you find this, let us know. Like, and we took Bid- a photo of like certain stats of it so we'd know if someone was lying or not.
4: Anybody find it? No. Nope.
2: <laughs> you don't get pinged like... Oh, really? No, it just goes out... It can go to a random stranger. No, I didn't know if like you would get pinged. Like, hey, your Badoof has a new owner.
1: No, no. It no. just trades that information in the moment. Okay. So, for example,
2: if, we, if you randomly traded with me
1: and I randomly traded, it would just have our usernames okay. on there and that's it. That's I cool. would never see you again.
2: Wow. Yeah, I got dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's pretty> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> One of us can't work here anymore. <laughs> pretty much.
0: Empty. Okay. Yeah.
1: So then uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, with your review, some of the negatives mm. specifically, right? Because the, the challenge with remakes is... It's an opportunity to make up for things that were a problem the first time around. Exactly. And then the big question becomes as a developer, do, how do you tackle that? And do you even do that, mm-hmm. right? Right. So let's talk about how they chose to enter this.
3: So, uh, one of my biggest problems is it's just really imbalanced in a lot of ways. Like, uh, pa- the pacing is kind of off for me. I start off the game. I'm currently, how many? I'm like 40 hours into my replay because I'm a slow Pokemon player. Um, so the beginning of the game, up until like the third badge, takes forever for me because mm-hmm. I feel like I have to grind a lot in order to prepare myself, and then it's kind of a cakewalk for the rest of the game. And I found those inconsistent or not inconsistencies the um, pacing issues yeah. consistent across both of my plays of this game so far. Interesting. Yeah, and and just I counted, I counted the types of Pokemon there are available in Hoenn. There are twenty three water type evolution lines and five fire-type evolution lines. And I was like, that's ridonkulous. Like, (laughs) that's terrible. It's terrible. Ridonkulous
4: is my favorite Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, And also, uh, the sort of the... how do we explain HM
2: to these folks? <laughs> uh, well, I know what an, an HM is like—an active ability of you can use it's in the environment. Correct?
3: Yeah, it's, it's a what? <laughs> it's a clothing store. HM. H&M. 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 Yeah. No, so if
2: HM is anything like what it was back in 1998, okay. uh, certain Pokemon have abilities that say an, an, a Pokemon has an attack called Cut. You can also use that ability in the like overworld. in the uh, in the overworld, overworld. Like you get to bramble that you can't pass unless you currently have a Pokemon with the ability. Oh, cut. okay, I got it. I so yeah, handful of active abilities that can leave the 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 confines of battle and actually go well done into the video yeah,
3: game sure. so, that, was, that was good. That was yeah, a really That's good fun. assessment. Nineteen ninety eight, Marty. So apparently
4: yeah. that hasn't changed at all.
3: Uh, <laughs> well, because this is a remake. So the original gen had I think five or six HMs, and then. The original Hoenn games had eight HMs.
4: Okay. HM which, on every block.
3: Yeah. So many HMs. Still like in midtown. No Forever 21s. So, <laughs> so,
1: nice work. Very nice work. <laughs> Not even a gap.
3: <laughs> are we? Wow. So um, so that means like if you want to be able to navigate the world without running back to a Pokemon center and getting a new Pokemon, you have to have eight move slots filled with these HMs yeah. at by the end of the game. Or an
1: <laughs> HM slave, which is basically a race
0: oh, of a, shit.
3: What? That's How what people call it. People it's just my, on it's the just That's not a real
1: term, right? People, no, that's not. people
3: on the, the net call yeah. it that. It's basically a Pokemon youngsters. that you just
1: treat it, just uh, have it learn four <laughs> HM moves that it can learn, so that you can get through certain sections. And, and the okay. reason so
3: I hate Zigzagoon—it's a waste Zigzagoon. of a party slot. It, I hate Zigzagoon because zigzagoon's is the perfect HM slave. Oh, and so so always gotta have bring to him have one. you. I always have a Zigzagoon. Gotta hear about him all the time now. Eyes went
4: so
2: wide when I said that. By the way,
4: that's a weird word to just throw around. Be careful with that
2: word. you Call it Yeah, no. Like a buddy, maybe? Like a... HM HM buddy. An H&M buddy. Yeah, I mean, it seems like the easy way to get around that is once you learn an HM is that it's just inherent to your player character. Like that character has... And I get the idea of like, well, you have this Pokemon with you that you, in the fiction, you would call out and be like, I need to traverse to this island. I need a Pokemon who can swim. Like that makes sense. But it also just seems like... By by forcing you to like have sort of be weighed down by these abilities across mm-hmm. your yeah y- across your team, you're limiting the customization options. When, when I think yeah. one oh, way definitely. to fix yeah.
1: that could be like if a certain type of grass move automatically had cut as a byproduct, like something like that, because at least then it'll you can still weave some of it into the strategy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do a, a admit it will at least it, it does tie you down a little bit or limit some choices, but at the end of the day, it does make it so that you're not just carrying around this one move to do one thing. Yeah, like if a range of moves can cut or a range yeah. of moves can serve like. I feel Fury like that swipes
3: sh- should be able to cut things too. Yeah, exactly. You know, like. Yeah.
4: How about this? If you're a kid that can carry 150 of an animal in your pocket, <laughs> you bring can't. a pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> Save a little room for that. A yeah. little sword you can a cut that. Sword. And then free yes. your HM slave. Yeah. 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 Maybe throw out a Charizard <laughs> oh, and yeah. get a
1: lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. Like, one of those oh, things. Oh, it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. You can only carry six at a time in these games. They don't allow you to actually. They're bring have logic into this. I have to put some of it into it because we have to take this a little seriously for people who do care about.
4: Fine. Do they still? I'm sorry. Dude, Just a uh, does thing.
2: the world of Pokemon not have backpack? Like, where do you put these? You Pokeballs? do have a backpack. Okay. Yeah. yeah bigger It's backpack? full, it's full it's of all. It's uh, Zigzagoon's and all that. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but the, the HM thing also factors into some of
1: the
4: water, apparently.
3: Yeah. Because yeah. okay, so the original. Which apparently
4: there's a lot of. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did we I?
4: really? <laughs> I didn't no. say it. I just heard there was a lot of water <laughs> that <there. laughs> day.
3: My friends will not stop
1: texting, te- telling what? me that. Oh, telling you that. Okay. Like it's
3: raining, Kelly. Ha 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 ha! And I'm like, yes. Anyway, so
4: <laughs> ironically, we had a drought this year in California. Yeah, there too much water would have been a good. Too thing. much water. Well, look so. what happened over the last week and a half. I know. I get to work up wet every day. Thanks a lot. <laughs>
2: It's
3: right. my
4: fault. Thanks a lot, Zigzagoon.
3: <laughs> anyway, so in the originals, there were eight HM, which is Hidden Machine, for anyone who cares.
4: That's um, what that stands for? We've we'll been talking yeah. about this for 15 minutes, and no one said <laughs> that until now. Thank you.
3: Yeah, Hidden Machine. Yeah.
4: If this was up to Jose, it'd be the rest of my life not to argue with <laughs> HM one.
1: I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> Good
3: H- yeah, so so they they cut it down to seven, which isn't really that much of an improvement. They got rid of Flash, which is, like, the most useless HM, oh, yeah. because it doesn't do anything in battles. like... Now you're less yeah. accurate or You whatever. would
1: walk into caves in the original game and it was just pitch dark and you'd have to use flash, flash. to like, light up. And it, thank and God, so, yeah. so
3: now there are dark caves, but you can see enough where you don't need flash. Yeah. A kind good of... hidden
2: machine is a lighter. That's another good thing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <Yeah. Or laughs> a
2: flashlight.
4: The yeah. Pokedex
3: should have a flashlight app, seriously. Sure, I mean, flash. yeah, my phone
4: does. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Why don't you even think of that?
3: Yeah, oh, yeah. so... It. So the problem is there's three water-type HMs, which means your water-type Pokemon is going to be bogged down a lot. Um, there's Surf, Waterfall, and Dive. Dive is exclusive to this region. Um, and that also factors into the, just the amount of water you have to navigate. is just it's a little much for me. Some and would say too not, much. <laughs> yeah, some, some people would
1: say too much. Yeah. And <laughs> when you are navigating water in these games, it is back to random battle. Which, yeah. unless you're spraying repel every few seconds, yeah. which will, you know, sort of take that away for a, you know, a hundred or 100,
3: whatever. A There's There's three levels. Yeah, there's
1: three levels of it. Oh, so you can't, you're you getting can't, into
3: battles all the time.
4: You can't do the, the thing like in the grass where you see, you know what's coming... In the Actually, water, it doesn't, doesn't work. does do anything it, on water? It does do does, stuff it's on just water. Some bubbles. I haven't gotten that far.
3: Oh, you, no. like a will have like little wings flapping or whatever. Okay. See, so.
4: every time I think I'm getting this a little bit.
2: <laughs> you introduce I, you just, another you term. me right out.
4: <laughs> yeah, <you> <laughs> 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 the brought right out of the podcast room. Uh,
2: <laughs> did you play, I'm going to get, this makes sense. Did you play uh, Bravely Default? Remember that game?
3: I remember. Yeah. I haven't played it yet. Okay. I want
2: to. So one of the amazing things that game had is a slider to where you can choose, it's normally at 100%, and that's like battles, like the, the random encounter rate. Oh, you I can heard. put it to 200% where you will battle something every five steps. Like if you want to grind, this is the quickest way to grind. Ooh, that's or smart. if you get to the end of a dungeon, you're about to die, and you want to leave in order to uh, you know, like restock in the village before you fight the boss, you can move it all the way down to literally zero and you will never have a random encounter in that, that game. That was the best thing awesome. ever. And I'd play that and I'm like, every JRPG should have this. Every single one. Band, if right. they do random. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. So yeah, Pokemon uh, should have that. That would be wonderful. Yeah.
1: No, that would be an interesting change for Pokemon, mm-hmm. I must say, right? Oh, um... Yeah, like, you just... Oh also, what view. would
2: I want to know what that game <laughs> would be like if you just set it to zero right at the beginning. Like, the loneliest walk. It's like, turns into this what, pretentious indie game where you're just, <laughs> just wandering walking through by. the world. Well, they
1: warn you, too. and Bravely Default, if you put it to zero, it says, warning, you will not encounter anything if you fight yeah. a boss and you have not leveled yeah. up, you are getting, like, you are destroyed. Yeah. Like, are you sure you want to do this? Yeah. And you have to accept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically that ties into why uh, sort of water and HM's became an issue. Any were there any other issues with like the remake mentality? Because they did try to 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 be different. Like they in- introduced SOAR, which is not an HM
3: or it's not. It's okay. uh it's exclusive to Latias Latios, which are two legendary Pokemon.
1: Thank you for doing yeah. that for Brian. I love that. <laughs> he just he I
3: gotta <laughs> I gotta work on explaining Pokemon people. So so yeah so but you get it at the end of the game. Like you have to, I think it's either right before or right after you beat the champion, Spo- spoilers, but. Um,
1: Surprise. Who oh, damn it, champion spoilers. You
3: can beat the champion, oh my God, you know. <laughs> it,
1: that's always been the point. And that's another thing with Pokemon games, but we'll get to that, yeah. anyway, yeah.
3: Anyway, so, so you get there, it's called an Eon Flute and you play, <laughs> <laughs> you play the flute <laughs> and. Really? Yeah, you, okay. you play a flute.
2: Okay, granted, you can't say be incredulous to the Eon flute when every Zelda game you pull out
4: a pan flute and a That's
3: bird
2: true. comes and That's flies true. you <laughs> away.
4: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, you can't. You can't, you can't be. Not,
4: they don't have the flying bird in every Zelda
3: game. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you, you, you play the Eon flute, it comes, and then it's like real time flying through the region, mm. which is cool, but really not fast if you're trying to get places. That's
2: interesting. I didn't realize that that was like an endgame thing. Yeah. Because um, I saw the screens of everything. I was like, oh man, you get like an airship like in Final Fantasy VI. So you yeah. can just like cruise around. I'm like, oh, that's an endgame
1: yeah, thing. Yeah, no, we talked about that. Like, yep.
2: I remember when I read her initial
1: criticism, I asked, hey, does, does, does new Soar ability help solve this at all? Had it been yeah. introduced earlier? Maybe, but probably even not. Because it's really just a point A to point B sure. kind of thing, at least to make it so you don't have to, for lack of a better way to say it, traverse through a lot of water.
2: Do things attack you in the air?
3: Yeah, well, it's it's not random encounters, I don't think. It's, like, you can fly up to it, and... So there will be, like, a school... Not a school, that's for fish. A uh, flock, flock. A flock of, like bird Pokemon, and you can fly up to it and have a battle in the sky with your non-flying Pokemon. Yeah.
4: I like that, that you use the correct terminology for a group of a fake animal. <laughs> <laughs> you corrected yourself. Like, oh, excuse me. Excuse <laughs> me,
3: it's not a it's, school.
2: Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> actually a covey of Zigzagoods.
3: <laughs> <laughs> a murder of Zigzagoods. It's a of it's
4: Zigzagoods. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zaggle of zigs.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so uh, my point in the review was the the HMs feel really outdated because it's like... Okay, I know that the point of cut is to keep me from going too far too early, mm-hmm. but there are, are a lot of other ways other games do that, um, control yep. where you go, without forcing you to include <sighs> yeah, something. Yeah, Super Metroid either.
2: never made you have to like leave things at home. Like, well, I have to leave my Super Missiles at home if I want to oh, have yeah. my Varia suit.
1: Yeah. Imagine what that yeah. would have been like. It would have been, been bad. Yeah. yeah.
2: Is the word you're looking
1: for. No. I don't wanna say bad. Wait, whoa, 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 I don't wanna say bad because I'm a big fan of like the original Resident Evil and there are times in that game where when you're running around, you can't carry that plate that
4: there is an art to resource management. There's
1: an art to it and some games get it right. Clearly Pokemon is still trying to figure Mm -hmm. it out.
3: Yeah. So Yeah. yeah, so that that really bothered me. It was really frustrating. Like I'm trying to build a team, like and then I have to include this Pokemon that I don't care about, that's, like, I can't play, like, I can't put in battle because yeah. it's useless,
1: Yeah.
3: you know? And, and, for,
1: and for context for folks, like in X and Y, that you like you said, they cut down on a lot of the HMs. There were stuff. five. Yeah. And also, it, um, it, I felt like pointing this out, too, just some of the mm-hmm. more obnoxious HM activities were optional. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. there was, a, for example, I can't f- remember where, but somewhere in X and Y... There is sort of this place where you can use strength to, like, move these big pillars. Mm. And they have it all lined up so you could just get to one, like, hidden item. I don't have to do that. I didn't want to do that. I ended up doing it, like, I don't know, like 50 hours later when I felt like it. I was like, all right, I'm going to go there and actually figure out what the heck this Stonehenge-looking thing (laughs) was. But it wasn't a part of the game that I had to experience. Whereas in this game, there are certain parts where you do need that stuff in order to get to Yeah,
3: I think the only one I didn't need to get to the Elite Four was strength. Like, I didn't really need to use strength, mm-hmm. which is you push things around. Um, but you do need it in the Victory Road.
2: We don't know a lot about strike, though. I know, like, strength, though. I was gonna say thank you for explaining strength. that to me. You
3: push, <laughs> you push big like blocks, it's like that's all it is. But um, when you go to Victory Road, which is the road before the champions, or the Elite Four, whatever, yeah. Um, I should know that. Um, when you go there, you have to use, I think, all of the HMs, including Flash, if you don't want to hurt your eyes. So that's like, I'm trying to train my Pokemon for the Elite Four, and I have to pu- devote at least... Seven moves to just navigating this place, and I found that really frustrating. I was like, "This is pointless. Yeah. Like, it's just there's no point to this." So
1: yeah, and, and I feel like as much as they're getting better at sort of the speed and the flow of certain parts of the game, where like with X and Y, and I feel even with the with this game with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire that um, leveling is off faster, really mm-hmm. cool things like XP share help you sort of level a lot of Pokemon at once so you're yeah, able yeah. to kind of get through portions of the game faster. They're getting good at things like that but they aren't getting uh, sort of around things that have been there for years and that they need to sort of fix. And you can't just hide behind it was a remake. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Like, what, what happens to hindsight? Because you should be able to know and fix these
3: things. Yeah, it was, because I wrote in the review like, It was amazing for these reasons when it came out, but it's been 12 years or whatever, and there's a lot of things that just feel very dated and really need to be improved, and we're not. Um, and that's disappointing but I still really enjoy the game I mean like I'm 40 hours into my replay so like yeah. clearly no, and that, I'm really enjoying it and
1: I'm enjoying it a lot too I'm at roughly a little over 20 and I, I, it's fun to me I think because it's another region to explore and I didn't, I wasn't familiar with Ruby Sapphire that's mm-hmm. actually the one Pokemon I did not play Oh wow. I played uh, every installment in the series for at least a few hours but that was the one on GBA I don't know what was going on at the time I wasn't into it um and so it is sort of a, a new world for me and then the whole inclusion of pokebag is kind of cool because at least then i'm leveling pokemon that i already got a start on in the last game so that to me feels really cool yeah. and i hope that they find ways in the future to keep building on that cool factor because i'm paying for it and it's it's got to be a reason to want to do it right it can't just be i don't want to let go of digital creatures that aren't real because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like what
0: animal it is. Crossing,
1: oh right? my God. Yeah. Um, But that said, how is the story on this one? The story? Yeah, when you look at the story of uh, Ruby and Sapphire compared to Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, I mean, do you feel engaged by it at all? I feel like one of my biggest problems with X and Y is the story was whatever.
3: I did not care about X and Y's story. I don't know if it, it could be a little bit of a nostalgia factor for me with the story, but um, it's it's a really complex, deep game. Like there's a lot going on Mm -hmm. in in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and and the the like the villainous team isn't like terrible. They're not terrible people. They're just kind of misguided, which is mm-hmm. an interesting thing that. Like Team Rocket was just like we're gonna steal your Pokemon and like cut off Slowpoke tails and feed them to you. Like that was a legit thing that happened. Whoa. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a Slowpoke is a type of Pokemon. Got yeah. that? Yes. <laughs> Figured. With <laughs> edible tails. With
3: apparently, like, I, I think in, in Gen Two they they tried to sell them as food. I don't remember, really. I think that's what it was. Jesus. So That's so, deranged.
4: That's yeah, really that's team, really messed up. Team
3: Rocket's really messed up. And then Team. Uh, what's
4: wrong with those people, by the way? While you're team here. Team Rocket. Yeah. What's wrong with them? Yeah.
3: The fact that they want to cut no, off. No, I mean like yeah. Food. Why do they?
4: I mean, like, why to oh, keep doing this. This. What's wrong with the backstory here? What's wrong with these I'm people? I'm
3: not really clear no, what's think. wrong with them. I they're like the Joker in
4: the Dark Knight. Yeah, they're just like so. they want to watch the
3: Pokey World burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like
4: Joker and Harley Quinn basically <laughs> walking around. Yeah, yeah. Torturing yeah, they're going animals. around. They're
3: like, we're gonna steal your Pikachu and slow slowpoke tails to you. It's really messed up. So like Team Magma and Team Aqua are just like we want to make the world better for Pokemon. Yeah. And so oh,
2: they're environmentalists.
3: They're they're pretty bad. the worst. Kind. <laughs> it's the
2: worst. They they're all the smell wor- like patchouli. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: they're, they're okay. Well, Team Aqua is like pirate environmentalists. Oh, they're like it's well. pretty weird. They're, they're, yeah. They they want to increase the amount of water. Amazingly, um, which doesn't I'm Team Magma all the way because 'cause they're like, We need more land, and I'm like, Yeah, you do need more <laughs> land. Um, but yeah, so they're they're like, We need to increase water for Pokemon so they can live in the water. Sure. And hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like Yeah, so 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 yeah, so they're they're not completely terrible people, which I find is a very interesting dynamic like a more believable thing than like we're gonna feed you slow poke tails.
2: There are a lot of drum circle minigames. <laughs> oh nice.
0: God.
1: Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> I, I I just I feel like I hope in the future and you know after X and Y um, I really liked X and Y. I felt like as as, as a game um, with a lot of the improvements that they put into, it, including like even things like super training, which I was like, okay, I like this. It's a bit repetitive, yeah. but I like what what this is doing for the game overall. Uh, I just want to see them elevate the story because yeah. RPGs are about story. Like that is the thing that kind of keeps you going, isn't mm-hmm. it? Pokemon like, has
3: never been about story though. It hasn't.
1: And it it I It's I, like I about feel like friendship
3: a, and love, but that's it. Yeah, but it it's feels like a, a wasted
1: opportunity. There could be something there. I tell I, I tell Marty all the time my weird, crazy ideas. Yeah. And one of them was I would love the day I would love if Shigesato Itoy, the guy who wrote the mother games, wrote a Pokemon game. I mm-hmm. almost feel like that would be one of the most memorable things I would ever experience because when I look at Earthbound, that game has like genuine feelings and emotion and, and yeah. reverence yeah. And, and it like it treats you like it, it's and it's stuff that I don't know it, I guess it scales to some degree for kids but it's also something that an adult will get teary-eyed about. Oh out yeah of. no
2: I mean mm-hmm. like Earth, stuff in Earthbound like I loved it as a kid but replaying it now like stuff went way over my head as a kid yeah. and I'm like oh man this game has some wild themes yeah. and like this mm-hmm. game is about like psychosis and lost and drug abuse and like there's some crazy stuff going on in that game that you yeah. just don't notice as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I
1: just wish that Pokemon was capable of that and so far I guess it's not and it's still a great game or a good game and 7.8 is not a a poor score i want to give you props for that by the way that was a really good job um but you know and i hope the mentality around that too guys 7.8 good thing it's a good game take that as it is Mm -hmm. all right awesome anything else to add on pokemon before we take a break
3: uh that 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 summed it up pretty well yeah all
1: right cool so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna talk about some adventures and treasure tracking Okay! With Captain Toad. <laughs> Welcome back. Jose Otero here with Brian
2: Altano, Marty Sleva. <laughs> I, I almost acknowledged being Brian Altano.
4: You're like, I don't know what that was.
1: <laughs> and special guest, Callie Pleggy. Thank you very Yay. much for Yay. coming up? again. And uh, let's talk about um, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Yeah. It's out now. It's out today. It's December 5th. Uh, it at is. Least in, in, uh, in the US, I think Europe still has to Are work. Are you actually going to get this up so today? Yeah, it's going to go up Okay. Today. All right. Yeah. yeah, we did it night, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, Captain Toad, Treasure Tracker. Uh, I enjoyed it. I reviewed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I gave it an 8.2. It is 0. 0.4 better than Pokemon. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't encourage that. It is that 0.4 better reviews. than Assassin's Creed Unity. You know, yeah, I can do it to my had own had review. Had the right amount of water. Had never. the right amount of water, yeah. Um, no, the game is, the game is uh, it's really good. Uh, I mean, so just the quick, like, the the elevator pitch is if you played the Captain Toad levels in Super Mario 3D World, mm-hmm. uh, you play as Toad, you are just the most useless hero in a video game ever. Can't jump. You can barely run. You're terrified of everything. Uh, you just barely have any attacks, but you love that treasure. Yeah. So you got to keep getting that treasure. Uh, but all the it's worlds are a little like get that treasure. It's like get real that life. treasure. Yeah, that's right. I actually, this game inspired me to get a get that treasure tattoo really yeah it's pretty cool i'll show you, you after. put it? i'll show no i already have it oh okay. it's not okay. this is
3: not get that booty
2: get that, get that booty <laughs> <laughs> So now i sort of want to get that booty that's a be. great
4: tramp stamp <laughs> as they say here lies Marty lower, he got, yeah, that booty. got that booty
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but each of the each of the stages it's got it's like 70 ish stages a little more if you count some bonus stuff um they are sort of presented as these, like, floating dioramas in space. Uh, And the way you navigate them is, like, through careful examination using the camera of, you know, rotating angles and shifting perspective and zooming in and zooming out. Uh, And so it turns into this puzzle game where, yes, it is ostensibly get from point A to point B while collecting uh, three gems and then a possible optional objective along the way. Uh, But it becomes much more about – sort of surveying the environment mm-hmm. and interacting with sort of everything, finding out what can be interacted with, what can uh, what can you use on the touchscreen to maybe uh, freeze enemies in place or raise or lower barriers, uh, what can you destroy with bombs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's just really interesting. It's different, I mean, despite the fact that it's obviously molded after the Cat and Toad uh, levels in 3D World, it's very different than anything Nintendo's done. Uh, and I like the fact that it's sort of this – Smaller thing, like it, it's proving Nintendo. There, there's this nice space, and again, it's forty dollars. Uh, there's this nice space where you don't have to have the thirty-hour AAA sixty-dollar game, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be like a ten-dollar downloadable thing. Like you have this nice middle ground. It took me—I've put about like eight or nine hours into it. I still don't have everything, so it's just, it's a great yeah. length for me. Um, yeah, and it never really outwore its welcome. Which is one of the important things for me in a game. I don't know. Sure. How did you guys? I know the, uh, Jose and Brian have played I don't know if you've played it. I have it. not played it. I, yes. No.
4: It did come out today. So I, yeah. I, I, I probably I, put about 10 or 12 hours yeah. into it. And um, I'm the same way where I'm, I'm a – I i am have a problem where I can't go to the next stage until I've, like, perfected sure. it. Jose and I, 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 mean, I about do about that. I yeah. do that. It's very difficult, right?
2: That's clinically diagnosed as obsessive-compulsive disorder. Yes, That's a real thing. I believe so. OCD That's
4: right. High five. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our five didn't completely connect. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: <laughs> and we haven't done it with this hand yet.
4: There we go. There we go. Okay. Now, our feet. Um, so, OCD is a problem that uh, uh, plagues many of us. Um, no, so I, I feel like it was... Um, it's, it's very well designed, and uh, what I really appreciate about it is that uh, sort of going from stage to ha- stage, there's there's no major, like, kind of cohesiveness to it, mm-hmm. and that's kind of okay. Yeah. Like, you go from they're, it's – they're presented in storybooks, and you turn a page in a book, and all of a sudden it's like a new chapter. Oh, and, like
3: Yoshi's story. Yeah, yeah. just like
4: that.
2: <laughs> no and, one has ever has positive memories of Yoshi's story except for yeah. you, so that's wonderful. Or <laughs> like,
0: like a baby. books. <laughs> <laughs> or like
4: books. <laughs> Which is, I think, the original point of reference they were going yeah, for. Yeah, Yoshi's story. Or it was a remake of books. Yeah, those anti- <laughs> you know those antiquated content delivery systems that people used to purchase in heavy, weighty, hardbound yeah. versions? Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: yeah, like so, my major. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, you kind of turn each page and there's a different sort of surprise for you and there are these self-contained little boxes. Mm-hmm. And I like that, uh, but I do find that it's, as the game sort of goes on, I do feel like it does overstay its wel- welcome a little bit. Like I think it just goes on... Not too far, but I do believe that uh, Nintendo has this, Nintendo sort of invented the modern video game camera for 3D. Right? Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like playing Super Mario 64 was the first time it was like, man, this works. This is just great. And then going on to play stuff like Sunshine, which was a little more hands-on, and Galaxy, where you forgot it was even there. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was just taking over. And Captain Toad is the opposite of all of those strides they've made forward in, in, in camera, and they, they make you take on all of that yourself. Yeah. So you're constantly spinning these these little cubes, basically, mm-hmm. and trying to look around every angle. Now, that works, but there are times where they're also saying, okay, uh, now this part right here has to be, Interacted with a touchscreen, so you tap it. You're like, okay. And then, like over here is a wheel, so you have to. The, your whole screen becomes a wheel. And over here, there's a, a thing that you have to raise with a microphone. And every time you move the Wii U gamepad, it tilts the camera a little bit. <clears throat> so you pick up this thing and you're spinning it with your right hand. Then you're blowing it into the microphone, <laughs> and it, it's it's almost like you're you're like bringing something back to life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it becomes very difficult yeah.
4: as you're doing that. The camera's <laughs> kind of swinging around yeah. a little bit. And you get back down, and, and uh, in the mean, it, you know, it's not like you can set your toad to kind of. To, like hide out, and hold up a shield, or anything. That he's completely powerless and defenseless. Yeah. So he sort of sits there and he's like, rah, rah, and then things walk into him and he dies. And you're like, damn it! And you pick <laughs> yeah. it back up and you start the whole level over. Yeah, so. it's 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 specific
2: levels are you know very frustrating. Yes. Uh, also, this isn't a game. I, I like playing a lot of my Wii U games on my gamepad, yep. primarily. Yep. You can't really do that with a lot of levels. Uh, mm-hmm. Like when Brian mentioned the uh, when you get to a wheel, which happens, it's probably every three or four levels. Yeah, yeah, a wheel. It's, it's pretty uh, frequent. It's fine on the on the television; nothing pops up, but on the gamepad, a giant wheel appears in the center of the screen. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're just playing off the gamepad, it obscures a majority of your screen. And it's not mm-hmm.
1: sort of translucent enough; like it's not see through. No. that you do, no, do absolutely You not. feel comfortable? Enough yeah, to, like, yeah. Like
4: specifically, there's this there's a this recurring boss fight with the dragon. Yeah. And he, you get to the the second or third time you fight him. There's That's Dragodon. I loved yeah. the name the other day. There's a so, yeah, yeah. my third favorite Pokemon. Yeah. There's, uh, there's <laughs> a there's there's a <laughs> giant <laughs> wheel yeah, I'm like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. And this wheel appears on the screen, and the dragon. Blowing fire at yeah. you, and you can't see where Dope. the fireballs yeah. are, and it's kind of cumbersome. And I think, like, if you only put it on TV, it's probably an issue you don't really run into. And I don't want to detract from uh, how great this game is mm-hmm. overall, because I really, really feel like this is—I I totally echo, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I totally echo mm-hmm. what you said too about this being this sort of experimental, bite-sized game that is not small enough to be like a 99-cent iOS game, but not full-fledged enough to be a $60 or $50 retail game. It's mm-hmm. somewhere in between, and I think there's a good space for that. I, I want—I want to uh, sort of encourage that. Kind of creativity from Nintendo, more to see them take their ideas that are a little smaller and a little more quaint and put them out with stuff like this that doesn't necessarily star Mario. Yep. I like the mm-hmm. idea of having uh, Captain <clears throat> Captain Toad and uh, Captain Toadette. I don't know if Toadette's she Admiral Toad, Admiral. Yeah. Admiral. I don't know. Yeah. I just gave, I gave girl. her that title. President yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Toad. <Toadette. laughs> I
0: don't
2: know what her yeah. what her Plane. official yeah. title but if, is. Uh, they present the two of them mm-hmm. are super adorable in the game, yes. and they tell their story without words, like through these yep. sort of vignettes. Uh, like without spoiling things it does a really interesting sort of the game starts off with, with Toadette kind of being kidnapped-ish mm-hmm. but it does this really interesting sort of role reversal with with the damsel in distress that is yes. like weirdly kind of progressive for Nintendo yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: it's also interesting because when you first boot up that game it's a cold open like, yeah you are Captain Toad Toadette is with you and she's walking ahead leading you to the first star. she's like come on come on and you're like Okay, I guess I'll follow you. But they don't do any of the tutorial nonsense or the handholdy pluck this from the ground. It's just follow her to the start and then you see how she gets kidnapped. Because yeah. basically, it's really funny, and I, I don't think it's a huge spoiler just because no. it's at the start of the game. <clears throat> they find a power star, she grabs it. This big boss comes to take the Power Star, and Toadette will not let go. like yeah, Toad gets freaked out and like
2: runs yeah. away, and Toadette's and like, no, nope, this, this is mine." Is mine. Yeah, I do, I do, I, I, I do really appreciate cute. how oh.
4: they, pl- they play with with gender on that a little bit because historically, like, there is the masculinity of the main video game character, <laughs> and there's the femininity damsel. of the yeah. damsel in distress. And here you have the the female is bold and brave and courageous, and the male is terrified. <laughs> like quite <laughs> literally, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quite literally, there's he is level, timid. And yeah. there is a level
1: where she is it's not a level it's a vignette where she is riding a giant boss yeah, yeah. and it is so cool because yep. it's like whoa they didn't do that with Captain Toad yeah. like yeah. she is obviously the cooler of the bunch of the yeah.
4: there's some cool stuff in the game too uh, where if you if it reads that you have a save file for Super Mario 3D World like this extra book of chapters opens up and there's you start playing through levels from that game but as a character who can't jump so there's a lot of like uh traversing through pipes and going around enemies rather than throwing fireballs at them or anything yeah. like that i mean uh sort of throughout the game you don't get a lot of uh offensive weapons you maybe once or twice get a pitchfork which like even when they're the characters are holding it it's like this is too big and unwieldy for them they're like oh my god and they're just swinging when it in the you air you get a pitchfork you get a pitch for it. You
2: fork. mean a pickaxe?
4: The that's pickaxe. What Whatever. That's
2: what I, mean. I was, like, imagining, like, a villager defending yeah. his home and stabbing right. someone Hold in the on. chest. Why
4: you're calling me, i got to call you out on something. You didn't know you could run in that game until very late in the game. Now, to be fair, running in, running in Captain Toad is very funny because it almost, it's basically shouldn't even be there. It's the difference between walking and slightly walking yeah. faster. But when you do, these little, like, tufts of cloud come out from behind you. and it's, it's I, beat, oh. I beat the entire game, yeah. and I'm playing it at my desk. I'm
2: playing like a, a tough bonus level, and Brian's like, Why aren't you running? Yeah. And I'm like, What do you mean? He's like, Did you not know you could run in this game? It's <laughs> so, the problem with a cold opens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it
1: yeah. is
4: more tutorial.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: Which
4: is, I mean, I guess it goes to show you can pl- probably beat that game without, without running. running. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I,
1: I, I do want to go back to something you mentioned earlier about sort of the. the uh, a lot. there's a lot of camera management in this game and yeah. it is unlike uh, something you've seen from Nintendo in a while because yeah. Nintendo usually takes a very simple approach of you know uh, pull the L trigger and the camera will just go behind you and believe it or not if you look at the manual for this game there are a bunch of little shortcuts to get the camera to
2: Yeah the there's like right place. angle or there's like it, uh, you It'll can rotate it 90 right degrees Yeah, yeah. But,
1: but uh, So I got to talk to the developers of this game, and they were telling me how one of the reasons uh, Miyamoto was really kind of smitten with this project was that he was always a big fan of the Rubik's Cube. Mm-hmm. And so the, they liked the idea of you know, sort of rotating and kind of examining mm-hmm. these little dioramas to find like, these little passages and things like that. Like That is sort of the core of what made Captain Toad what it is, I, I guess. Um, so I, I find that I, I really like something. I do love how this game specifically uh, includes bunches of nods to a bunch of Super Mario stuff. uh, Super old stuff to really new stuff. Old stuff to galaxy stuff to, Mm -hmm. you know, like it it has a bunch of tiny homages in ways that when you catch them, you're like, holy cow, how did... How did it fit in this? Like the characters don't jump. I wouldn't expect to even see something like this yeah. mm-hmm. from the double cherry power up, in, even in three D world. That, yeah, like, yeah, shows up in the in the
4: first. Yeah, movie. I mean, there's there's ghost houses, there's underwater stages, there's like there's the fire bosses. Like, yeah, there's there's a lot of conventional stuff you find in Mario games, but stripped away from all the power Mario yeah. has. Yeah, there's so. one
2: level I won't give it away. Uh, there's one level specifically though that I think it's in like it's near the end, like in the third set of levels that is very it was very much like oh man, I was not expecting this sort of motif. Yep. And it has everything from the, the visuals to the music to the types of enemies. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is really cool. This is very. This is very. I mean, Nintendo has always been great at uh, acknowledging and celebrating and riffing on its own past. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is just yeah. a, another. It's example.
4: also it's it's a very very clean, very beautiful looking game. Yeah, like it's and it's subtle, it's simplistic, but like um, there's only. I mean, so you have your rotate camera control and you have your free camera control, and then there's a button that just zooms in. And every time you do that, you sort of go, "Man, that that like little cartoon." Blade of grass looks great. Or yeah. Like that, you know, the helmet and that charge and chuck's really cool. It's very clean. It's everything's very sort of soft and inviting, but mm-hmm. also dangerous. And I really appreciate the aesthetic of it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> one thing, uh, just to piggyback something you said about Nintendo sort of riffing on its own path. So when I talked to these guys, I kind of brought up like, is that something you had to do? Yeah. Like, sort of weave in all these little nods and references. And their response was, we actually don't even try to look at it that way when it starts. And that blew my mind. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from the West. We're used to hearing a lot of how developers from the West make games, which is by, you know, very careful design docs and specking things out and sort of adding features and then building them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just sounded like at Nintendo, these guys just prototype and prototype and prototype and they find what it is and then they apply logic to it later so for example at the start of your video review mm-hmm. you show a level that is an homage to Donkey Kong
2: that was what I was trying not to spoil but then I Sorry. realized it was very literally the very first thing in my yeah. video review thanks <laughs> thanks. thanks a <laughs> lot slight,
0: slight you know.
3: Why, why would I you quit. do this show play Unbelievable. It anymore. Blah, 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 blah. I was gonna play
1: <laughs> and I'm by myself now. <laughs> But um, what what is interesting about how that level came together is that it didn't start out that way at mm-hmm. all. And because they started to see these little ways they can add things like that, yeah, they sent the entire, th- that level had its own score. They sent it back and said, we need more Donkey
4: Kong. Yeah. In and game. I really love that about Nintendo because I, I feel like, say you go to like Ubisoft, they're like, well, we have to make a new Assassin's Creed game next oh, year. God. And then they start from there and they work they work down, right? But with Nintendo, I feel like they're like, what if there was a puzzle box that you could turn the cranks on and zoom in and collect things? And they're like, let's give that to Captain Toad. <laughs> yeah. Like it works yeah. totally Good. backwards from like totally it's cool duty time. Yeah. yeah. I, just, know, I, I hate to put them on such a high pedestal. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say right. that's
3: the perfect description of Nintendo. They're like, what if there was this thing? What mm-hmm. if this yeah. I
4: think they have the game concept first. Like I feel like something like um, you know, Super Paper Mario or something <sighs> was probably an idea they had that then they put Mario yeah. on or like yeah. you know I mean you even saw that like
2: at E3 like I mean it was with Splatoon with this game that I am not super jazzed for at this point but in their video of it had showed like the three leads on the game they're like in this aquarium yeah. like you assume they just got baked and they're like man what if <laughs> what if these squids could like yeah. go into the paint and yeah. out of yeah. the paint and I'm like I like that I yeah, love yeah. that form of creativity I mean, yeah. That's
3: yeah. how that's how wasn't it Star Fox 64 or something oh, so Dinosaur, dinosaur it? It, was di- yeah. Yeah. it was originally Star- Fox Dinosaur Adventures Adventures yeah, yeah. 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 not 64 They it was originally like a a separate thing and yeah. like what if we put Fox in it yeah. I and mean, it turned out to be not as yeah. good yeah. but like that sort of uh, you know hits and misses but. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: I, it, it's weird because when we talk about them in this way I almost feel like uh, you know I don't want to put the pedestal too high but I'm also very impressed they ship a game on time when everyone is just sort of hey we can try this hey we can do that and you know when you, when you hear these stories I just can't help but be impressed mm-hmm. like I go wow like that doesn't sound like how anyone else makes video games yeah. right mm-hmm. now and so yeah props to them all right, cool. Anything left on Captain Toad? No? no.
4: Buy it if you're looking for something cool to play in yeah. between your Smash Brothers sessions. It's it's definitely very different than anything else out right now. Yeah, yeah. like very, very. I almost felt
1: unfortunate for it to be out after Smash Brothers because all the excitement went to that game.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, to me, it's 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 two completely different meals, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I, I think it's it's something that. Uh, What's dessert? Smash yeah, brothers yeah. smash like brothers the, i feel like you can play for a couple deal, hours and yeah. and um and captain toad something you like I'll, i find myself turning it on and just playing one or two or three levels in a row collecting everything then shutting it down and coming back a few days later so that's that's kind of interesting yeah, I that's like how that.
1: i'm playing it too i just i'll do like one or two levels a night and then put it down and i almost uh, i don't know if it's because i know it's a smaller game or because i just don't want it to end like i kind of mm-hmm. like
4: how it's progressing sure i would i would be shocked shocked if we don't see a, a sequel or spin off of some okay, kind yeah, on, on on 3ds amiibo now
1: we're
4: that's getting that's amiibo support for for sure but yeah. i i would be shocked if we didn't get some sort of 3ds make a guess. And right
1: here right now because when i talked to the team they actually said they're, they were still figuring it out yeah yeah, yeah. so they weren't i'll oh, make sure. a guess for, yeah, amiibo? for amiibo go give it a pick. i think, think it'll be something
2: pitch. i think i don't want to be negative but i think it'll be just something dumb and aesthetic the Yeah. Like, Toad's wearing Mario's hat now or something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What I want, what I think will happen, is I bet Toad and Toadette will be a tandem DLC character in Smash next year. Sort of what like Ice they Climbers. they'd be
1: afraid of everybody.
4: <laughs> Which I sort that of love, though. so cute. They, yeah. they won't do that. Oh my God. That Why would not? Be so cute, because it's the same reason they couldn't do Ice Climbers on 3DS. Yeah. Memory, social. <laughs> No, but my prediction for Captain well, Toad. I figure it out too, but you're. My right. prediction for Captain Toad Amiibo is that you'll scan a character in, and you'll get a new stage based on that character. Or that universe. Yeah, yeah
3: that's exactly what I mean. Right. So, yeah, like,
4: yeah. if you if like uh, you know Fox, you 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 tag him, and all of a sudden you're there's in space. A weird Star Fox level where you're inside of. That'd be there. awesome. Yeah.
3: that'd be really cool. That'd be red. Yeah. Rad.
4: yeah. I've been so thinking. we'll see.
1: No, I, I, that's kind of where uh, where my brain was going to on some of this stuff, or maybe even a set of levels, maybe not just one, right? Because that would seem a bit strange, but who knows?
4: I think, well, so, I don't know. We've talked about this with Amiibo before, but I feel like the, the value of Amiibo increases the more... Individual things they tie to one figurine, and whether those things are small or not, is inconsequential to the the broad scope of how many there are. Sure. So I that's think if you have if you have a Mario amiibo and you put them in Mario Kart, you get a skin for your me. That's cool. You put them in Hyrule uh, Warriors, you get one rupee. That sucks. You bring them over to Smash Brothers, you can train them, you can do all this other stuff. Bring in the Captain Toad, you get one new level. Like that's that's little things, but if they keep that support up for the next two years or something like that, then one figurine now turns into 20 different in- implementations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, having a bunch of little bite-sized things is sometimes better than having one giant grand level pack or something like that.
1: Callie, mm-hmm. I'm just curious. What do you think of Amiibo so far? Are you impressed at all? Do you care? Have you bought one?
3: I don't have one yet. Okay. I I haven't turned on my Wii U in a while, honestly. Mm-hmm. I've been a little busy. Um, but I don't know. It's I, I, I like that idea of bite-sized things um, not, like, one grand thing. Because I mm-hmm. don't like the idea of buying the figurine, like, one time and then having that one-time thing. I like the continuing, um, you know, a rupee here, a level here. I, I That's what I would ideally see from them. <laughs> mm-hmm. People
1: really... Uh, the, the common consensus on the Internet, that uh, the, the, the answer I see all the time when Amiibo comes up is, when is this going to apply to Pokemon? <laughs> and I almost cringe at the uh, thought because there are over 700 of them. I don't I need
3: don't, it anymore. Yeah. I don't... I, I don't want that to apply to Pokemon. That'd be too much. Hold
4: on, to be fair, they they did very early on talk about amiibos don't always have to be the thirteen, twelve ninety nine stand-up figurine that looks exactly like, like this that. is true mm-hmm. it could be Amiibos could card. be coins yeah, yeah, they yeah. could be pogs yeah. I mean if that if you want to do Pokemon like that then you just you put six of them in a pack for five dollars or ten dollars or something like that like mm-hmm. there's a way to there's a way to translate the Amiibo experience something that isn't that full figurine. because love but, the, I,
1: but when you have that many though
4: doesn't that risk it just not being that special in a way? well of course and I mean it's I, but I mean it's on them to pick and choose and right now they're going in hard with all 49 Smash Brothers characters and I'm going s- to No, not at not yeah. at once, but sure. Like I mean I, I don't do they have any physical representation of all the pokemon at this point like w- through figurines or no. trading cards Absolutely. or I mean through, like trading, through trading
2: through trading cards, cards probably yes. which yeah. would be an interesting thing if whatever the next pokemon whatever the next big new pokemon game is if whatever that line of the card game were uh, communicating with each other yeah. like if those cards had a chip or a something in them that you could yeah. tag onto something well, that could be cool
3: Currently the pokemon cards go into the trading card game online so mm-hmm. you can Okay the cards. yeah um I also reviewed that game so but I don't recommend it but um, I, I can see it like you know you put that in as an amiibo into your Pokemon game then you get like a Pokemon but that kind of takes away from the catching them all thing. You so gotta buy that, them all. And, yeah, yeah, you gotta buy you them all basically. So think, that makes me nervous. I don't think
1: they want to turn it into that too. Like I don't know for sure. You know? That's why for example with Smash Brothers that. it's optional. Sure. But mm-hmm. if you did buy it it works across multiple things. Like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I know some people also want the dedicated Amiibo video game. And who knows? Maybe 2015 will produce that thing. But I just don't know if that's even part of their strategy.
4: I, th- I think it's optional in Smash Brothers because of the, the rate the all way of this came stuff together? came. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think right, I think fair. it came together sort of at the finish line, and they were like, this is what we can do with it. And um, people implementing or developers in, implementing Amiibo now are sort of just – playing catch up it's window dressing to a concept they already have there whereas I don't think anyone's really or publicly yet no, nothing's been announced where they've built an idea from the ground up based around amiibos everything's been like we have a thing already we can add amiibo support to it and that's why you see Hyrule Warriors and Mario Kart mm-hmm, get sure. updates and there's a patch and all of a sudden there's a picture of an amiibo in the corner and it sure, becomes but, a new but thing. the must buy mm-hmm.
1: mentality for a game I don't think would apply just because I mean look at even how Nintendo's handling DLC like yeah. right. you know for a company that over virtual console has nickel and dimed us for years yeah, yeah, yeah. they <laughs> seem to Have be making a slight turnaround in strategy Mm -hmm. in terms of okay, let's reward these people because we need everyone we have right now. Sure, yeah, right, absolutely. Mm All right, that's fair. Cool. Mm -hmm. Well, that's our show this week, I guess. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly show that tries to come out on Thursday, ends up coming out sometimes on Friday, and I apologize for that. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully, 2015 will be better for you. I think we have like two shows left for the year, and then we are going. We're going to hibernate until 2015, like early January, I guess. Yeah, we go away for a (laughs) while. So brace yourselves for that if you're listening to this. Um, But you can find Nintendo Voice Chat on IGN.com, which is home to a bunch of other podcasts. Marty is a regular guest on... Uh, on
2: Podcast Unlocked and now on Podcast Beyond.
1: Yeah, and we don't just have podcasts here. We have videos, we have features, we have really fun articles and yeah. stuff
2: that you should come check out. Um, if you're thinking of cool holiday holiday
1: gifts, we <laughs> have an awesome gift guide that Marty helped put together yeah. along with Brian and a bunch of other folks. Mm-hmm. Um, With that said, also, if you like the show, leave us feedback. Send us an email at nvc at IGN.com. Let us know what you think of the show or head on over to iTunes. Leave us a review. Uh, We always read your feedback and we are always curious about what you think. (laughs)
3: Lastly,
1: let's share Twitter handles. So you can find our special guest, Callie Plaguey at...
3: Uh, Inky Dojiko. Spell that.
2: (laughs) My third favorite Pokemon.
3: (laughs) So I-N-K-Y like Inky and then uh, D-O-J-I-K-K-O. Okay. What does that mean? Dojiko is like the anime trope for a clumsy girl. Gotcha. Yeah, inky Dojiko.
4: Got That's it. Rider, folks, take yeah.
1: that. <laughs> All right, uh, you can find Agent Bizzle. Uh, excuse me, you can find Brian Altano at. You already said
4: it. You already said, it. You said it the name. I'll say it again. Agent Bizzle. Go All follow right. me on Twitter. You're fun there. And you can follow Marty at. Mick Biggity. Two G's and two T's. And you can
1: follow myself, Jose underscore Otero, on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, and we will be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat.